back to the Behind the Back podcast presented by Top Shelf Lax. I'm your host, Willie Keating, joined by my co-host, Ryan Holselbus. On today's show, we're going to be talking about some of the recent partnerships the league has been securing over the last few weeks, most notably its major announcement yesterday morning. And we'll be discussing some of the news surrounding the entry draft and when that player pool might be announced and available to us. If you're new to the show, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening to us on. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Audioboom. And follow us on Instagram at TopShelfLax underscore. And make sure to check out our website, TopShelfLaxMedia.Wixsite.com slash TopShelf. How we doing today, Ryan? Doing good. Good, yeah. A little tired, right? A little tired. A little tired. We're doing this on the Friday morning for the first time, just yeah. trying it out. We, we, we probably won't be doing it anymore Friday morning. Yeah, <laughs> probably not again, but... <laughs> at least for the off-season. Once worth, we get in season, we're yeah. looking at three days a week. Worth a try. Worth yeah. a try. So, I got the cup check fact of the day. Mm-hmm. For the day. I, went, I went stats. And I had to do some math for this. Mm-hmm. I had to break down some numbers. I had to go through all the teams. So I wanted to figure out who scored the least amount of two-point goals. That was pretty easy. The Redwoods scored the least amount. They had six last season and a shooting percentage of 11% from two-point. Both of those were league lows. But the Redwoods had double the amount of two-point goals in their three postseason games than they did in their ten regular season games last season. Wow. <laughs> and that factors in Sergio Perkovic took like 18 shots from 15 yards out. That's crazy. Um, he had two two-pointers on the season. Oh my! So there's 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 our cup check fact of the day. Cup check fact of the day. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite segments. I think that's going to be a good one. <laughs> that's that's going to be that's good. Oh yeah. All right. Going to the big news the league came out with yesterday morning. Um, we're talking about the major uh, deal that the PLL is now partnering with Ticketmaster. Absolutely revolutionary partnership yeah. uh, with Ticketmaster. They're a prominent player in the American ticket sales and distribution markets. Uh, they will be the league's presenting sponsor and official ticketing partner. And in 2020, the PLL will officially be referred to as the Premier Lacrosse League, powered by Ticketmaster. Crazy. Crazy. And the league already has a few active deals with Adidas, Gatorade, Vineyard Vines, Capital One, and and most of the major lacrosse equipment and apparel brands. But this is the biggest of all time. Yeah, this is, this is, crazy. is the biggest partnership and definitely in pro lacrosse history. Oh, yeah. Um, it's being reported somewhere in the seven figures. So when it comes to reaching new fans, Ticketmaster is a pretty strong partner. Mm-hmm. It's critical that the league continues to grow its attendance numbers, viewership numbers, push the game out to the masses, and pretty much just, hey, you know, we're, we're here, here's where you can watch us live, here's where you can buy tickets in one centralized place. We have the best on-field product playing on the biggest stage to so come out and watch our games. Mm-hmm. I, I think for the league, this is great. It's just another way, centralized way to, to sell tickets. Um, entertainment, you know, take a measure being a big entertainment um, I, kind of mogul. I personally think that the, it's a great deal for the league, making money and stuff, but I don't like the whole Ticketmaster idea because it's the second year of the league. You got people who barely even know what it is. You can't be selling tickets for that much yet, in my opinion. And with Ticketmaster, you sell the ticket and then you get your uh, Ticketmaster fee. There's a bunch of Ticketmaster fees. Yeah, there's so many fees, and it's like, I feel like that could hold people back. Absolutely. I mean, it's obviously, the, the sport's still growing, and I mean, it's great. Ticketmaster's phenomenal. Like, it's a it's a money-making comp- like business, and the PLO obviously wants to make money, and they want to get out there, and I think having their name on the website's going to be big, and being all over Ticketmaster's going to be awesome, but then again... Those Ticketmaster fees, I think, are going to hold people back. You could you could be buying a lacrosse ticket for up to seventy yeah. bucks. I, that's not worth it. Yeah, honestly. Yet 
Yeah, it's it, it will they're, be. They're in the saying future. they're saying that um, within the deal, like the, some of those fees are are covered. Okay, but we don't know. But I, I completely agree. Yeah, with I you. I mean it's it's a good deal, obviously, but like. Then again, I think a lot. And then I check reading through Twitter, checking the comments of the announcement of the PLO. There are fans who are disappointed and mad yeah. about it, which, which is a bummer. You know, like the, the last year, the PLO was literally handing out tickets to people on the street, mm-hmm. and now you got to go through Ticketmaster, pay. I mean, obviously they're still going to give out free tickets and stuff, but I think that discounted tickets as well. Yeah, this, yeah, of course, but. It's, I completely uh, agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I. I'm listen. I'm not mad. I'm not too mad about it. I think you gotta if you want to move forward as a business, you can. And got, this you gotta is grow. A this is it. a phenomenal way to do it. I'm just being being someone who's not gonna be able to get like looking on the outside, not being able to get free tickets all the time, and having to go through Ticketmaster, paying forty bucks to go to a game. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a long day, and then food and car. It's just so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go in there. I, but, I completely agree with you. But I think it's going to make – I think it will do better for the league. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be good for the league. We really don't see this much, though, where a, a league is sponsored by – or that a league is sponsored, and it's, it's in yeah. the title. We saw this um, with English soccer's Premier League. Yeah, Premier League. They were the Barclays Premier League mm-hmm. for, for a couple of years. That ended in 2016. Um, now they're just English Premier League. Uh, but we see this a lot with individual sports. NASCAR with Sprint, Pro, yeah. uh, Pro Golf being sponsored by FedEx – a lot of the action sports you see them sponsored yeah. by um, Monster Red Bull, Monster Red Bull, the, the popular energy drinks. Um, but yeah, it's it's something that can bring the league to the next level. Mm-hmm. But I completely agree with you. The fees are the fees are, on Ticketmaster are ridiculous. Yeah. I I I don't know why like Premier Lacrosse League sponsored by Ticketmaster like I, that's obviously got a ring to it. Like that's gonna it's gonna be fine. But like. Yeah. Then again, like the look at the look at the um, like you were saying the action sports. I mean, Monster goes with action sports. Yeah. I mean, Ticketmaster. I mean, I don't. It just I don't know. I we'll see what you're saying. We'll I see. see. What you're we'll saying. see. I mean, I see what you're saying. I feel like I'm being too critical on this. Well, you we're being you're being critical as a fan. Yeah. Which I, which is awesome. You're, yeah, you're, you have you're, to be from a fan's perspective. You know, that's that's where mm-hmm. we're coming from. Everything's thought out, though. Yeah. You know, everything, people... Oh, like, the, the league went through I'm, all the pros, all the cons, Paul had Rabel, this down. Paul Rabel right. literally tweeted two, three, four days ago that he, um, he's he been working on this deal for a while. Like, yeah, this, this was not I, just a stab of the finger. That's what he quoted. I mean, yeah. I, this was definitely thought out and good for the league, good for, good for everybody who made some money off this thing, but... I feel like if the, we'll if the league thought this much about it, then... The, the fees will have to be reduced. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think they want to be selling tickets for seven. Well, I just bucks. don't think fans will buy tickets for that much no. with, with all the fees. I really with don't. all those added. Yeah, I, yeah I completely agree. One one piece of note, though. Last season, the league worked with six different ticketing partners. Um, so that, you know, yeah, at least the whole ticket sales. At least now you know where you have to go now, yeah. like right away, which <laughs> is great, which is great. So along with the Ticketmaster announcement yesterday morning, the league has slowly been announcing other partnerships for each destination on the 2020 PLL road trip. For week two in Atlanta, the league will be supported by NXT Sports. Uh, Atlanta, they'll be stopping in Atlanta during one of the biggest weekends for youth lacrosse in the South as NXT Sports' Summer Jam and Southern Invitational Tournaments um, are taking place on that same weekend. 
This would definitely bring out the youth lacrosse in this growing market that we call Atlanta. There we go. For week three, FLG Lacrosse will be the league sponsor for stop on Long Island. FLG will host their spring shootout over the same weekend. Again, another popular youth lacrosse tournament that attracts teams from all over the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. Um, for week four, the league will be supported by Crabs Lacrosse Club in Baltimore. They're hosting their annual Crab Feast event during the same weekend the PLO is in town. And for week six, the league will be supported by Woodbury United Lacrosse in Minnesota. Again, popular... Well, I think popular events there. Extremely. And I think that uh, that's big for – I mean, obviously you have to do that if you're bringing the game to the, mm-hmm. to the city. You want to get the kids by the – Well, these, by these the events game. draw a lot of teams. They draw a lot of players, mm-hmm. a lot of families. Partnering with these events I think is huge. Oh, yeah. And I think going to watch these games, the professional games, is great for the, for the young guys, and they're going to want to, you know. It's freaking – it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun watching professionals do what you love to do. I know that for, I believe, the Long Island, for the Long Island weekend, if, as a team, if you sign up for the FLG uh, Spring Shootout, tickets are included. Awesome. Which is awesome. Awesome. It's going to be a huge crowd, I'm sure. Because you think you, you think ticket sales as, may, as like the main revenue, but you got to get people there. Yeah. Once you get people there, you got food sales, merchandise yeah. sales. Um, they have the whole uh, premiere zone. Yep. Everything that's involved with that, there's money makers there for, for the league. Yeah. I, th- I think this is great. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll, we'll be seeing more partnerships with other uh, youth organizations within these cities when – the, the league is in town, which is awesome. Which I think is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. And I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big event. You know, you, I'm sure you grew up going to lacrosse tournaments in, in the summer. You know, you got so many vendors there, mm-hmm. like so many different companies there trying to sell lacrosse products. And it's um, I think bringing the game to like bringing the games to the events is gonna be great. And I think right. this is good too because for the youth events, this is an opportunity for the players to get out there. Yeah. For the for the PLL players to get out there, go to these events, interact with these with these kids, gain and a fan really base. just gain a fan base and grow in the sport. I mean, Sergio Salcedo comes up to you after your game in lacrosse. What are you gonna do? You're gonna dap him up, and you're gonna remember it. Yeah, that's a fact, and it's cool. And I'm gonna want to be him. When yeah, I'm exactly. Like a, a professional lacrosse player. Exactly. It'll draw. It'll attract fans and players alike to. Want to motivate to be at that level, mm-hmm. and I think it's cool. We see it with other sports, and oh, yeah. I, you know, obviously we're only in our second season with the PLL, but I think this is great. PLL has the opportunity to be that big league, absolutely. And I think they will be. I mean, yeah. they are going to be, basically. Yeah, we're saying they are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to some entry draft news. So there's been reports that have been circulating over the past couple of days that sometime in the very near future. We will have a 2020 entry draft player pool ahead of March's entry draft. Mm-hmm. So the league has confirmed that all, all of its players uh, that played in 2019 that did not retire will be returning in 2020. So the only movement that we're going to see is players coming from the MLL to the PLL and players that might have played in the NLL mm-hmm. that haven't played uh, field lacrosse that are coming into the PLL. Yeah. And that's... Um 
I'm excited to see the, some of the names. Some of the names. I mean, yeah. there's... We're, we're focusing on Rob Pinnell, who uh-huh. obviously is a, fan, a phenomenal Elijah, player. He's yeah. fantastic. Um, attackman, obviously. He's 30 years old. From New York, went to Cornell. He graduated in 2013. Uh, one of the best scorers in D1 lacrosse history. He has 367 career points. Absolutely insane. He holds the program in Ivy League all-time scoring records. He was a first-team All-Ivy in each of his four seasons at Cornell. And he was a first-team All-American in all but his freshman season. And he was the 2013 Tour Award winner. Professionally, he was the first player taken in 2012 by the New York Lizards of the MLL. In his pro career, the six-time All-Star and four-time All-Pro has over 200 goals and over 350 points. And he was a 2018 MLL MVP. That's crazy. And I, I really think that because I we we've, we've been looking in, into the whole Twitter rumors with with the PLL and the entry mm-hmm. draft and, and everything, and I think it's important because when you think about other sports like the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, their media is working year round because there's always something going on. There's oh, always yeah. something to talk about. Oh yeah. And I think that we didn't have that throughout this whole off season thus far. But now with the expansion draft and now this for the entry draft, and we're going to have the schedules coming out and the college draft. I just think there's going to be so much more oh, going yeah. on. It's awesome. I with, mean, with the game, we're, we're still like three months removed from, from game play. And we, we we can still talk about this stuff. I mean, Absolutely. it's like it's, um, there's a lot of awesome things that are going on, and I really hope that the league keeps implementing stuff like this. Like next year, I hope there's another expansion draft, and then – but at one point, we're not even going to need an entry draft. Hopefully, we're, we're hearing about like Lyle Thompson possibly yeah, coming over. Exactly, that'd, and be, that'd be that'd be huge if if, if that rumor was circulating. Oh. Miles, Miles, you got to get on that, bud. You got to get oh, your yeah. brother on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just think this is this is awesome because we see in the NFL. I mean, with with Tom Brady right now, the mm-hmm. the whole Rob Pinnell thing is. I mean, is it really much? It's just on a much obviously a much smaller oh, scale, still, just because yeah. the PLO which just started last season compared to the NFL. Which just went through its 100th yeah. season, but we it, see this with yeah. with the NFL, with uh, the NBA. We see this. We've seen this with LeBron James before. We've seen this with KD before. About you know switching teams. This is this is switching leagues. But yeah, that's. I mean, I think I think if something like this happens, then it'll probably be one of the biggest moves in in like professional yeah. lacrosse history. Honestly, because I mean, I'm not maybe not. The entire all of the history of it, but I think it'll definitely be big getting another huge name in the league, Absolutely. especially and from the MLL. That'd be, I mean, I think that could take away literally all traction from the MLL. I don't know about all traction, but it would take, it would a, take lot, a lot of traction. A lot of traction, yeah. Sorry, not about not all, but there's um, still a lot of guys with, with major league lacrosse that are re signing. The whole mm-hmm. thing with this is that Pinnell, his contract expires, yeah, like in a couple days. Mm-hmm. He signed a, a three-year deal with the Lizards a couple years ago, the New York Lizards of the MLL. Yep. And it's 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 been known that this this contract expires. Yeah. Like now, for like the last year, we've we've known that. I mean, maybe that's another maybe maybe that's another one of Paul Rabel's announcements. So yeah. I'm sure they're buddies. He's, they said this is going to be a big week. Yeah. I mean, this this whole Ticketmaster thing was big. Huge. But I can't imagine this is it. No. There's a lot. Of, I mean. There's some good stuff coming, yeah. I, and I think that's why we want to talk about this entry draft today because I think it could be announced possibly even today, Sunday, possibly within Sunday this possibly, weekend, over yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Obviously, we're we're focusing on Pinnell. I just feel like there's going to be a bunch of other names that are just going to come out, and we're just going we're going to be like, oh, like, oh we yeah. had no idea they were, yeah. they were they were coming. Like, oh yeah. 
Like literally a total like corkscrew or like what? Are you, what is it? Like I think they're expecting fourteen because they're, they they're saying two rounds, seven teams. So that's fourteen picks. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting I'd say maybe at least a player pool of twenty. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, probably twenty. There's gonna be some guys unfortunately that don't get taken, and then yeah. I, I don't know what happens with that. I mean, that's just the harsh reality of it. I think. If they return to the P, uh, MLL or if they just go into a PLL yeah. free agency, yeah, I'd imagine they would just return to the MLL. Let me okay. see. My hot take, he won't be the only notable player taken. Right now, he's the only notable player we're talking about. Um, I think that one one or a couple more are going to surface as this, this entry draft pool is released. Saying there's going to be other notable names oh, yeah. that come up. Right mm-hmm. now, he's the only one. Obviously, he's one of the best attackmen in pro lacrosse. But he's really the only one we can think of, you know? Yeah. I mean, because like you said earlier, there's going to be a bunch of a lot of total, like A lot of the talent came last season when the league started. Yeah. So now we're talking about talent coming in. Yeah, under that's under the radar yeah. talent, you know? That's what I'm saying. There's going to be under the radar guys that are going to, we're going to find out about in a couple days, and we're going to have, what, two weeks to talk about it, two weeks to break it down before mm-hmm. the entry draft? I mean, you're playing for your lacrosse, professional lacrosse career. I mean, these guys Absolutely. are going to put it all out on the field. Especially going from one league to another, you have to kill it in the league that you switched to. Cause and I we tell have, you what, you're not going back to the other one. And we have a lot of really, really good um, college lacrosse players. Oh yeah, there. this college lacrosse draft is going to be pretty, Phenomenal. pretty, pretty stacked. Phenomenal. We talked about, uh, we went through a pretty in depth, uh, deep, like list of the college players coming in the draft next year on one of our earlier podcasts. You can check that out for sure if you're interested. Definitely check that yeah, out. Definitely check that out for sure. In the next couple weeks leading up to the college draft, we're going to be releasing um, articles on our website about the players. Mm-hmm. Obviously, which which players are available, and then once the entry draft finishes, we're we're going to start rolling out some mock drafts for the yeah. college draft, which and we'll hopefully awesome. we'll hopefully have an entry draft mock draft as well once we get that player yeah, pool. Yeah, so be sure to check out our website. There's a once lot we of get stuff that, coming. Once we get that player pool, and once we get the order, because mm-hmm. we don't have either of those yet. They'll, we, they'll be coming soon, though, for sure. We do have a college draft order, sort of. Mm-hmm. We know the Archers have the first pick, the Atlas have the second pick. We were told the Water Dogs have the third pick, and then followed Speculation. by Chrome, Chaos, Redwoods, yeah. Whipsnakes. But um, Paul Rabel had a YouTube video, like two days ago, and he was talking about the college draft, and he had it, Archers, Atlas, Chrome. Hmm. So we're going to have to just wait and see what happens there. For sure. What we do know, there were some picks that were traded in the 2019 season during the in-season trade window that went from the middle of June to like the middle of July. So the Chrome owns the Redwoods round three pick, and then the Redwoods sent Chrome their round four. That was in the Westburg trade, so that makes the Chrome now have two round three picks. The Redwoods do not have a round three pick. Going into round four, the Chrome own Archers round four pick. That was when the Archers got Brendan Fowler. The Archers own Whipsnakes round four. That was when the Whipsnakes acquired Joe McCallion. The Redwoods own the Archers round four pick, which was the Whipsnakes original pick. That was when the Archers got Joey Sankey. And the Whipsnakes own the Redwoods round four pick when they got Jules Hennenberg. Hmm. A, lot of, a lot of moves. And I... So the Redwoods, have, they, the Redwoods don't have a third round pick, but they have two fourth round picks. The Archers do not have a round four pick. So that is at least what we know right now. Yeah. As we're going to be learning a lot more. 
obviously yeah. as we get closer For to sure. these drafts, but this is what we know right now. There's a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff coming out too. Like Absolutely. what teams are going to do. If they're going to. I mean, another some more of these trades coming up. We'll mm-hmm. see, like we we should see. I think once we get the player pool, once we get the entry draft um, order, we're going to see a couple of teams try to move. Here's here's an interesting question. I know this is you probably don't like you probably know it, but if you can you trade. A, an entry draft pick for a college draft pick? I would imagine. Yeah, because that could that could be interesting. That that know? could be really interesting, just with the college across talent coming out right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. That could I be mean, really interesting. If a team, really, I, didn't, I didn't think about that, but yeah. I, I mean, I imagine. I mean, if Pinnell announces that he's coming to the league and a team wants him, could you? Because like, because you know he's a professional, like a very good professional across. Could player. the Archers trade their number one exactly. overall college exactly. draft pick for? The number one entry draft pick to get Rob Patel. I think or do you just say forget it and you just take Michael Sowers and Michael, or uh, Grant Amen? Or I'd, TD honestly, Irwin, I'd, or I'd say what, we, There's like seven options that could go first pick. Jared Bernhardt. I'd say go definitely keep your college pick now that I'm thinking about it. But this is something that we, we're, we're going to be debating over the next couple weeks as we get closer. We might. That, that is a. I didn't think about that. Yeah, we might. That be. is a really, really um, interesting, interesting take. We gotta look that up. I mean, because I'd, I'd imagine they can. Yeah, I mean, it says you can um, really do anything. I mean, it says draft picks only for the the twenty twenty drafts. So I'm pretty sure. I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah. We'll find out more. Well, and and I, I'd expect we'll, we'll we'll probably see one. I think when this when this entry draft list comes out, we're definitely gonna see an action like that. Yeah. May, pop like. Teams are going to want to, like this entry draft, there's going to be a lot of good players coming in. But then again, the college draft is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And if there's, a, if they're, like, if you're willing to give up your entry draft pick for, let's say you, you drop an entry college draft pick, pick, gain a mid-round college pick. Yeah. What's more valuable? Yeah. That's interesting. I, I didn't think about that. Uh, but then again, remember, there are only two rounds. There are only two rounds for the entry draft. So there's definitely less of a, um, like, the entry drafts. Lot smaller, mm-hmm. but it's uh, definitely something that could happen. I didn't. I uh, people were saying right away once the trade window opened, they were like, "Oh, like one of these trades, like we're mm-hmm. expecting one, like first day, second day." That makes sense now because who would? I mean, you could trade an entry draft pick now. Mm. That is really. Int- I I didn't think about that. Yeah, we have to uh, look it up to. Uh, or we'll just wait. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait, we'll, we'll wait until the the order comes out. We'll wait until the pool comes out. Hopefully, like we said, it's hopefully this weekend because mm-hmm. we're only, I mean, we're only like two two weeks away from the entry draft. Oh, yeah. It snuck up on us pretty fast. Expansion draft kind of rolled through. And that, uh, What's going on, man? Before we Time's know, it's going to be college draft. Time's flying. Before we know, it's going to be May 29. And the season's going to be starting. Um, I'd love to hear that. But, yeah, that that is, I'd love to hear that, too. That yeah, is really interesting, exciting, though, because so. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens the next Let's couple Let's say weeks. the Archers get... The first pick in the entry draft, mm. but they lose their. Let's first say pick. let's say head coach Chris Bates, who coached at Princeton, is set on Michael Sowers, or is set on Grant Men, and says, "I don't need Rob now. I'm going to take one of these two other guys." Mm-hmm. And you also have to factor in you can't just plug and play players. Yeah, like Will Manny is the shooter on the left side, is the lefty shooter. Holman's on the other side, is the righty. That's why Sowers and Men working from behind the goal would be perfect. Perfect. Pinnell works behind the goal as well, but it just depends. Do you want a guy? No offense to Rob Pinnell being thirty, but do you not yeah. want a guy that's thirty, or do you want a guy that's that's twenty two? Twenty two. And just in graduating college. Yeah, and ready to honestly broaden their 
uh, professional lacrosse league careers. Yeah. And I mean, and you're putting one of those two guys next to Manny and Holman, who are veterans. Mm-hmm. It, it just that's what these coaches are gonna have to start yeah. thinking about. Yeah, for sure. That's exciting. I mean, I did, I just literally thought about that while we were sitting here, and that's mm-hmm. exciting. I mean, I hope I hope we get one of the trades. Very That'd exciting. Be awesome. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, coming out of the PLO. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. All right, guys. So in today's episode, me and Will got to go through a lot of great stuff. We covered some of the most recent partnerships the PLL has finalized, most notably and most recently its partnership with Ticketmaster yesterday morning. And we previewed a possible entry draft player pool release and an entry draft order release, rumored to be sometime in the very near future. Again, if you are new to the show, please remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TopShelfLax underscore. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Audioboom. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. This has been the Behind the Back Podcast.